Uh, so Ron, I do want to give you a status report on how my team is doing for this season. So we did lose um, our first game. Okay, whoa. You said that you were going to go 9-0. and Hey, sometimes you have to kind of stutter a little bit. You have to fumble, but you never get wavered. You stand up. You got to stay the course. Okay, so you're 500 now. Yes. Uh, so we only lost by three. Uh, we had a really, really rough game. Okay. I had a rough game. I'll be completely honest with you. This is your second rough game in a row, no? Yes. Yes, it is. I can, I can honestly... A shout out to Ben Simmons because for him to still be going through. No, Ron, I'm going to be completely honest. When your confidence. Now, I'm no pro, right? I didn't train. My purpose in life isn't to be a is not to be a basketball player. But when you have these voices in your head telling you, you know, pass the ball, don't take the jump shot. You know, you, you, you tend to you tend to listen to those voices and it, it's having a huge impact on me. Honestly, I'm going to really, you know what? I'm doing something new uh, for this upcoming game. I'm actually going to switch my shoes. I'm going to wear different shoes uh, for this game. Wait, whose shoes are you going to wear this time? Is it going to be a pair of Kobe's? So uh, I have these. Mamba mentality. I have these Kyrie's, um, but, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a guard. But, Ron, it hurts my toes. Like, my big toes are burning, and I always got to come off the court. So, I'm going to switch to these Chris Pauls because Chris Pauls, a, he's a larger guard like me. He's a floor general. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to see. And, honestly, I like those shoes. They're comfortable. It's just that our jerseys are green, and the shoes are all red. So, I'm not trying to look like Christmas. Um, no, man. Just rock them, man. Do your thing. I, I will. I will. And let's see. Hopefully, I can play in those. and be productive finally because think about that ron and i'm going to be completely honest i'm going to expose myself i didn't want to but i didn't score any points i took i only took two shots yo you haven't played ball in a minute i'm assuming i have especially due to covid so that's one thing like i don't you didn't play basketball at a high level i would say so it's not gonna be like you know, you need a few weeks to get back into it. I don't think. I think it's going to be a little bit harder, man. So my heart goes out to you because I know that this is definitely going to eat at you. And I'm assuming if your offense is this bad currently, your defense is not that great at the moment, too, because you're so in your head, no? It's Yeah, my defense is because it's so weird. When we have our scrimmage, uh, we have little runs. Um, once a week, we use that as practice in practice. I'm doing, I'm doing well, Ron, I'm hitting threes, I'm making layups. But then when I come into the game, I don't know. I don't, it's, I won't lie. The court that we play on is not the best court. It's tile. It's not hardwood. So Mm -hmm. not really, no, it's not really tile. It's more of a laminate. It's between a laminate and a tile, but when it gets humid and hot in that gym, you will, Mm -hmm. you're sliding. There was, and this is one thing I kind of got upset. And and me being a ref, I had to hold back, but I still had to release some frustration. So one of our players, he was dribbling. He went baseline. If no one doesn't know what baseline means, that's the out of bounce line that runs along uh the 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 rim. So behind the the backboard, the rim, that long line. 
So he was dribbling the ball, running, going across baseline, and he slipped. And he went out of bounds because the court was that slippery. The ref said, no, you slipped. You went out of bounds. A few possessions uh, later happened. Um, second half, so the teams switched sides. Now that player on the opposite team slid out of bounds. The ref said, no, 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 it's too slippery. We're going to give it back to them. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So what happened when, with, with us? That that's something that would have got me irate, man. Because I've been an official, I now do no longer like yell at umpires, refs, all of that. But I I probably would have yelled at him in that situation because it's all about being fair at that point, you know. Like if I slip and you don't call it, and then they slip and you do call it, that what what's that all about, man? Yeah, just I I agree with you. Me being a ref, I I had to hold back, but I'm like ref come on like really and i gave him that look i gave him the look of um uh what's her name shayna from uh love is blind season two. Oh, you did the squinty eye yeah i did i i, <laughs> I did that face and he's like he had to turn and he's like here, here. he gave the ball and he just ran i'm you surprised know? he didn't do the arthur fist nah nah oh you know what ron oh you know what's so funny <laughs> technically i did so uh later on in the fourth quarter uh, one of my our players, our captain, Matthew, shout out to Matthew. He was uh, going. He stole the ball. He's going for a breakaway layup, right? The guy tried to stop the fast break, uh, gave him a bear hug. Very dangerous play. You got one person mo- trying to pull a person to move into a different direction rather than the direction that they want to be uh, going to towards. So with that happening, you know, his body kind of flinged into the um, into the mat and the guy gave him an extra nudge. So they're close to our bench. So, Ron, you know, I stand up and I tell the guy, yo, bro, not like that's too that's unnecessary. We don't need that right now. So him and I were going back at it. We're going back at it. So a next guy comes up from his bench and approaches my bench. Oh, Ron, Ron, I got I got kind of heated, you know had a strong conversation, <laughs> um, you know, but we let bygones be bygones and we continued the game. Are you going to play these guys again? In the playoffs. How does your playoff schedule go? Uh, is it like a tournament weekend or is it like a one game a week type thing? As of right now, they said it's going to be one game a, a week still for playoffs if you play them let me know I'll, I'll be there to watch okay okay look at me selling tickets Nah, it's all about like the hostilities like i, I like i like those type of games because i feel like the energy is a lot better i feel like players usually play a little bit harder when they don't really like their opponents so that's definitely a game i wouldn't mind watching uh, it just takes me back to my uh, men's league soccer days and you know honestly i play softball now it's still softball bro i feel like i there's a lot of teams <laughs> on, i don't just like say still softball like what no in my in my soft like now like right now man like there's certain teams that i know don't like me um they don't like me at all my whole team knows i don't like these guys. like they all know we don't like them it's just it is what it is man i don't like their energy i don't like their vibe i don't like the way they talk whenever they're winning i don't like the way they cry whenever they're losing there's something about these teams that just makes me angry 
it just makes me want to play better. So um, I'm intrigued to see how this game goes. So if you play them again in the playoffs, just let me know. For sure, for sure. And I want to stay on this topic too because our captain, he there, you know, there was a hard foul on our captain. And myself being the enforcer, I had to stand up. I'll always stand up for my players or my teammates. I, as me being a coach, I would stand up for my players. Being a player, I'll stand up for my team, right? One thing that I didn't like, when the Raptors were playing the Lakers, right, LeBron whipped the ball so hard at Scotty Barnes' stomach. And did you not see how fast Scotty uh, stood up? And he was about to go at it. But you got to remember, he's a rookie, and it's LeBron. I don't like the fact that none of the Raptors at least, you know, cause a little scene. I'm not even saying they had to throw hands. All you have to do is like, yo, Bron, really? That's unnecessary. I would have done that, right? So the, the thing about it is, like, I feel like when you're a bigger guy and you play sports, I feel like for the most part, people expect you to stand up for your teammates when things happen. So the majority of big guys on teams are usually the enforcers, quote unquote. So, like, for me, you and I were on the same page. If that happened to Scotty Barnes and I was on the courts, I would have stepped up to LeBron and been like, yo, what are you doing? Come on, man. Stop being a sore loser. What are you doing? But the thing about it is, like, there's just something about the NBA, man. There's maybe only a handful of guys that I actually think are, like, legitimate tough guys in the NBA currently. The rest of them are all just softies, man. That's why LeBron James was able to go to the finals for as much or for as long as he did, you know? Because, like, he's just bigger than everyone and nobody really ever challenges him. I know he's really good, but, like, my God, there's been a couple of rounds where people could have beaten him and they just didn't because it's like they're afraid to be aggressive with him. You know, they're afraid to attack him. It's, it's ridiculous. But at the end of the day, man's got to stick up. Ron, I, I'm happy. Nah, they're, fake t- they're fake tough guys, man. Like, there's too many fake tough guys in the NBA. When things actually go off, things that would get you or I, like, reacting, it will never happen. These guys will just look. It's like, remember when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pascal, when he, when he always screams, and one. And then Bobby Portis got in his face. The man turned away and screamed, and one. Because, like, the, they're not about it, man, at all. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a that's sick. I I would have done the same thing too. I want to yell in the man's Bro. face because you would have, yo, some saliva would have touched his face and then it's an all out brawl. Bro, but the man stepped in your face because you're like and one screaming and then you scream again and the man's in your face and you just turn and one. Come on, man. He wants the energy, man. So give it to him. Uh, that okay. I I can't. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Nah, man. Nah, man. I'm telling you, Not man, with that one. It, when, you, when these guys step up to you, they only want one reaction. They only want one, so you got to give it to them. This, this high road thing, like, I remember one time I was playing in a provincial tournament for slow pitch softball, and we, our team had an issue. We were in a semifinal game, and... They like because I play co ed, there's like a commitment line. So there's a certain line when you're in the outfield that you're not allowed to cross just because 
a lot of not all the girls but there's a lot of them that can't hit it as far as the guys right so a lot of guys what they'll do is they'll just stand at like the edge of the infield and then it's an easy out okay so they have this commitment line so that you don't cross it so if a girl hits it there you have to actually run to get the ball so I guess the team we were playing was really good because all their girls were hitting it right in the perfect spot where we couldn't get it. But then for their team, when they're on defense, all the balls are going like, it seems like it's going in the same areas that their girls are hitting it to, but they're actually catching every ball. So I just go up to the umpire and I'm like, hey, umpire, I don't know if they're uh, like crossing the commitment line before they're allowed to, but it just seems a bit fishy that they're getting to every ball so quickly, but for us, we're not getting anywhere near these balls. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade. Maybe the, this team was good. I'm not saying that they weren't good. I'm talking to the ump, and then this guy walks up out of nowhere from the other team, and he starts screaming at me, telling me, like, we're not cheaters, man. Who the fuck you think you're calling cheaters? And then I'm like, who, who, who the hell is talking to you? And then the man starts screaming at me, like, out loud. I'm just like, no, 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 there's no way I'm going to let this guy do this to me. I, I don't like getting pimped out in public, yo. Mm. No one is going to pimp me out. So when he tried to do that, I snapped, yo. And that's what they want. When they want that energy, you got to give it to them. The, the umpires, in, the refs are not going to do anything about this crap. None of them are, man. Like, at the end of the day, these guys, if, if we actually started fighting, None of those umpires are going to actually break it down, break up the fight. It's going to be the players that break it up. So you got to give it to them sometimes, man. Like when LeBron throws a ball like that, even if it's like fake, like you said, step up to him, man, because you're just giving the vibe that you guys aren't like, you know, you're not about it, you know. So then now when the playoffs come, it's kind of like what happened with, uh, you know, the DeMar and Kyle Raptors. You know, they were good, but like when they started getting bullied by teams, you know, they, they stepped, they fell back, you know, and you don't want to be that type of, you know, or have that reputation. You don't, for sure not. And that's why, that's why I love this game. Uh, I, I had a lot of steam to, to, to uh, release. And honestly, Ron, today, oh my goodness. So, you know, I was having uh, the whole thing at the condo. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I popped... Uh, I went over one of the uh, potholes and two of my tires on the on the right side. So the front and the rear I had to buy new tires. I was cheese, man. Like car oh, you're problems having some rough car, <laughs> car problems, man. It's crazy. Car problems. And I hope every all of our listeners, I want to see you guys comment and let us know. But uh, I want to know if you guys agree with me. Car problems always happen at the worst time. Yep, that's true. Always at the worst time, man. It could be a time when uh, you're just about to pay a bill. It's a time when you're about to go on vacation or you're coming back from vacation. Um, you know, you just got your sick winter. Oh, man, it's just terrible timing. Terrible. Yeah, it never happens when, um, you know, things are good. Never. Like, I remember when my uh, engine shut down um, that same day, like I was on the highway driving, driving to work, and then it just like shut down. I need to replace my engine. Same day my wife got laid off. Wow. <laughs> so it was just That's like, crazy. 
That's crazy, man. You know, I mean, it never just happens like, you know, it never happens at a good time. It always happens at a bad time. Same thing, like when I was younger, my dad, he had an old uh, Grand Caravan, fixed the transmission, that was an issue. The next day, the engine shut down. You know, it's just like, it always happens like that, man. You spend all this money and then boom, done. Or you don't have that much money, boom, problem. Crazy. Yeah. See, and that's the thing that I hate about cars because um, after having it for a few years, again, there's wear and tear. Um, also, just not only from driving it, but from the elements as well. After one piece breaks and you replace it with a brand new piece, I think that's where the problem lies because that old piece is trying to work with a brand new piece. And it's technically, yes, it's compatible, but is it truly compatible? I don't think so. And I think that's where those major problems happen because you have so many pieces that are at different percentage. They're at different stages in their lifespan. And it just doesn't work. Like, I remember I had issues with my muffler and this guy cut just half of my muffler. My muffler. He cut just a piece of it off and then he welded it. So obviously it worked. This was with my, that old black car I had Mm -hmm. back in school days. Right. But, Later on, a few months later, another part of the muffler wasn't working. So I'm like, really? Like, I swear I just fixed this. I swear that's the most famous thing you anyone says uh, when they're fixing their car. I swear I just fixed it just the other day. Yeah, man. The thing with cars is like, it's not like if you have like a car that's a bit older, you're going to have problems. So it's almost better that you're handy or able to, you know, or know your way around cars if you have an older car. Because then you could do all these small things by yourself. You know, you have a better understanding of the cars, etc. If you don't really know that much about cars, I think it's, it's safer to buy a new car just so that, you know, at least for granted, if you get into an accident, that's a completely different story. But you know, for at least like, six to seven years you're gonna have a car that's basically like a smooth operator you know all the recalls that happen like they address them you normally don't have to pay for anything you know but like that small stuff when a muffler goes here transmission goes there and you fix only that specific thing like you said there's something else that's gonna have a problem it always happens that's why you know with like claims it always seems like the if you talk to you know, like a a shop that's not affiliated with the insurance company. Normally, they'll tell you to replace everything. But when you talk to the insurance company, they say, no, we only need to do these repairs. So it's just like, what do you do? You don't have that kind of money to do the whole repair. So you just got to go with the piecework and you see what happens. Those are one of the most depressing decisions I would ever have to make. When the mechanic is telling me, hey, You have all these problems. I know you're probably not going to be able to pay for all of them. And I don't have all the time to work on it. So let's pick which one. (laughs) Yeah, man. At that time, you just get a new car, man. You just get a new car. Trade it in at that moment. If the car is still running, trade it in. Because it'll still be worth something. Better than having a a blown out engine. And then they tell you your car is worth $100. Ooh, that would hurt. Bro, trust me, it hurt when they told me that. <laughs> it hurt when they told me that. But yeah, man. Welcome to Knowledge and Nonsense, guys. This is episode 49. 
Um, you guys can listen to us on the any platform that you guys get podcasts on. And you guys, please rate, review, subscribe. You know, follow our Instagram page, communicate with us, etc. Um, there was one other thing regarding the sports that I I wanted to actually ask you. Do you believe in baseball gods, like basketball gods? Do you believe in that type of stuff? I don't like to give people the title of gods. No, no, not people. But do you believe like like? So I'll give you an example. Like for me, I remember I hadn't played softball for like a while at one point. And I had just joined a new team. So when I joined this team, when I was younger, I played in the infield. But then the first game I played with this team, I was really struggling in the infield. So then I was like, you know what? I know how to play the outfield. I'm more comfortable in the outfield. Put me in the outfield next time we play. The next, for one inning, they were like, one of their shortstop wants to rest. So can you just play shortstop? I'm like, all right, okay, let me play shortstop. So then... That inning, every single ball came to me. I couldn't make a throw to first base. I couldn't even get the balls. I couldn't make a throw to second base. I was struggling. But the thing about it is that that whole inning, every single ball came to me. So I had to make every single play. They scored five runs that inning, but I ended up getting three outs. Every ball came to me. And I was just like, man, when you don't have confidence... The baseball gods always put the ball in your hands. So you have to make the play. And that's the only way to get out of it. So like with your situation, I feel like you're being put in situations that may be difficult because you're not confident in yourself. You know, and because of that, you have to overcome that confidence issue. And the basketball gods are just challenging you, man. So you just have to overcome it. True. I I guess so. I guess so. I'm going to, I don't know. I need a be placed in some deep meditation. Um, I don't know. Hey, our our listeners, if you guys have any advice, please, you know, comment and and let me know. Because, Ron, you know me, man. I, ball is life. And the funk that I have right now, it, it's this funk is not good, man. It's not. It, it, yo, honestly, knowing if when you're not good at a sport that you know you can play, I'm telling you, there's no more demoralizing feeling. Last week, it was all fun and games because it was your first game, but now it's two weeks in. It better not be five weeks in or you're going to have some serious issues. You're going to be, even if you win a fantasy championship, you're going to be crying because you're not having a good time playing ball. (laughs) I don't know, man. Let's not talk about fantasy right now. Okay, let's not. Um, So with COVID... They're saying April 1st, vaccinated travelers, when they're returning in Canada, no longer have to do any of the, you know, testing, whether it be PCR, rapid antigen, all that good stuff. I'm excited about this because I am going to be leaving the country after April 1st. So knowing that I don't have to do this is something that I'm really, really excited about. So you can save a few extra dollars. Um, I am going to kind of rain on your parade a bit. Uh, what day is this supposed to be kind of what day? April 1st, they were saying. What, and what's April 1st known for? Oh, April Fool's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so y'all are <laughs> getting fooled, guy, okay? Yeah, they better not fool me because like, my God, yeah, I do not like that testing because my, my family has been going to Ghana recently a little bit more and um, the, the, the additional costs, the stress, 
you know, the fact that they can randomly select you and then you have to do this test at the airport when you arrive, like there's just so much stuff going on that I just don't want to deal with. I just want it to be smooth like you and before it wasn't even that smooth, you know, but this is just completely unbearable. It seems I just hope that this is all done. Yeah, because a lot of people did not want to travel because um, they would have to pay for those trips. I know uh, one of my colleagues, um, again, she has her kids. And I believe the PCR test at that time was, it was like in the hundreds. I think it was a little bit over $100. I think it was close to 100 to $200. But mm-hmm. she would have to pay for herself. Her husband would obviously have to pay. And, they, and she had three kids. So picture uh, $200 times five just for the test. This is not including uh, your, your flight. No, I know. I know, man. Like, it's just ridiculous that they can seemingly do this to you. But I guess they were doing it for the greater good. But, like, come on, man. It's just people don't have money like this, you know, especially at a time when people are not working. It's just or not working as much as they have and they're cooped up. Man, like, to be honest, this winter has been rough, man. Like, I am done with this COVID, staying indoors, and all of that stuff. I just, I need to be able to go somewhere in the winter. I don't want to just be cooped up in here all the time. It's ridiculous, especially how cold it was and, like, the conditions. Everything's just been kind of gloomy this year. Have you been feeling that? No, I have. Uh, I made a commitment and a promise to myself that this summer, every weekend, I will be outside doing some type of adventurous thing um it can either be a walk it could be trying something out it could be as basic as just walking around downtown and meeting new people and trying out different things right but nice nice i need to this summer no indoors will not catch me other than to shower and to sleep maybe i might even sleep outside who knows just to shower, shower and use the washroom. But those are the only two reasons I should be indoors. That's it. Just, just make sure if you're sleeping outside, it's not because you had too much to drink or too much to smoke. Let's just hope that's not the reason. <laughs> or I don't know if you, if you uh, intake your stuff a different way, that's up to you. Just make sure that's not the reason why you're sleeping outside. I was thinking more of camping, but uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was talking to my friend recently about Amsterdam, and I remember being there, and it was just like, yo, man, people people need to chill. Ron, talk to me about that red light district. (laughs) Nah, man, let's not talk about that stuff. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was here. I yeah, was here. Things about red light. There's, there's, there's a blue light, correct? Yeah, the blue light is for um, any trans women. Okay. Oh, so yeah, there's so, multiple colors. No, so there's so based on my experience, is the red lights. And that's just for like I guess cis women, and then um, they have the blue lights for the trans women. Okay. That's well, I went in what two thousand. 16 i believe it was yeah so after we were done school so that's when i went that's what it was and like the way that it is is like that place is not like honestly 
if you want to go there, you should go there. But like, just be on your best behavior. Stay away from any type of <laughs> anything. No, hold on, hold on. Well, anything that will make sure you're not in your right mind. As long as it, you you got to be in your right mind, because if you're not in your right mind, you're gonna make a lot of bad decisions that you may regret. <laughs> Do I need a? Should I have counsel help me with these decisions as well? What kind of counsel? Should should my friends also impact my decision, or should it just be me on my me on my own? For what? what no, no. Decision? When I'm making these decisions. No, no, no. Like just, just don't, don't. Yeah, just don't. Okay. Uh, don't okay. go. Like you're 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 ten years in, man. Don't go. And if you do go, go with her. <laughs> just make sure you don't make any bad yeah, decisions. This guy said ten years in. I just Bro, took, like, I just took that I in. Just, Yo, come on, man. Like, it's not, if you're not in your right mind, man, people wake up on a, like, I don't know, like on a bridge. They just wake up in the middle of the night. Like, I saw a man that's like six, like what, six, six getting carried out of like a coffee shop. Like, just, this guy's like, yo, he's a pothead, like serious pothead. And then the man's getting carried out of a coffee shop, man. Like, that place is, uh, it's a very interesting place. I, I, I do encourage people to go there if they've never been. But, like, if you're going there and you're in the red light district, like, you're chilling at the coffee shops and stuff, just make sure that you know your limits, man. Okay. Okay. Thank you for all the trip advice you're on. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Honestly, like, honestly, when people say that they fall asleep outside, that's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm not even thinking of camping. That's how you know how warped uh, my mind is, you know? Oh, no, no. Okay. I'll I'll be honest. I I was thinking the same thing too. I was just trying to like, you know, <laughs> this guy's out here trying to make me feel like a weirdo, man. Nah, but you were on good. the same page as me. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you better be. But like, um, this TTC driver, this man, he got fired by the TTC. This is another one of these people that is just doing something that doesn't really make much sense. So there was two girls. I don't even know what time of day it was. They appeared to be drunk on the subway. And then this TTC driver just videotapes them. And he says a lot of, um, I guess, inappropriate things too, alongside the video. The thing about this is that he sent it to apparently a group chat that had a bunch of TTC employees. I don't know if they were all drivers. And somehow... I guess his bosses saw it, and then he got terminated. Hey, um, I feel I'm so on the fence with this one. If I'm just on the fence on the fact that should he have been terminated or still kept his job, but some type of suspension, um, some type of leave of absence. It, the thing is that he shouldn't be making those type of. He was very mature immature in those videos especially his comments but he didn't cause any from the article that i read he didn't cause any harm he videotaped yeah he said some dumb things but that was it right so um you know what nah he deserved it still as an adult and as a person at that in that position you should you need to be there to protect the passengers so no 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 you know he deserved it he deserved it now that i'm thinking about it yeah it sucks i i wish him all the best i hope he can learn from this and still grow but 
he had it coming. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I want to give you another scenario. Um, this is from my European travels. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of it now. Because um, we went on a pub crawl, me and my good friend. We went on a pub crawl in Prague. And we're, there's, like, a whole group of us going from club, pub to pub to pub. And then we end up at a club. So we went to, there was this one girl. She wasn't the biggest girl. She was pretty small. But she was rolling like maybe three, four girls deep. Like I saw her earlier on in the night. Like didn't talk to her or anything. I just noticed her. So we're going through all the pub crawls. And then we get to the fourth club pub before we get to the club. So we're, me and my boy are leaving. And then that girl that I noticed, she's like, just super lit like on the ground just like late basically like a zombie so then there's like this random dude that i never noticed throughout the whole pub crawl that's like oh this girl's my friend so then this guy's like yo i'm gonna take her back to the hostel so then we're kind of looking like me and my friend are kind of looking like i'm just like okay he says he's her friend i don't recall seeing him but like he's claiming he's her friend but then my friend and this British guy start talking, and then the guy's like, no, no, no. This guy, we've not seen you. Like, you're not her friend. We can't leave you here. So then, like, basically, now we have this conundrum where this guy's saying that he's friends with this girl. She was rolling with, like, three, four girls, and, like, they're nowhere to be found. She's just laying there, and they then it's like, where they left her, so wow. that didn't look good. So then... Now this guy's saying that. And then now it, like, the British guy was about to fight this guy. So then now I'm just like, oh, my God. So I basically carry this girl. I look for a cab. And I'm like, can you take her home? The cab driver is like, you got to pay me 200 euros. Huh? Okay, okay I know. Because he's like, yo, this is going to end my night. She might throw up in the back of my cab. And I'm like, I don't even know this girl. I'm not giving you 200 euros. So then I get into an argument with this guy. He wouldn't take her. So now I'm just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, so then my friend's like, we can't just leave her here. And now we're like this girl's like carrier. We're like watching this girl. And then eventually someone decides, let's call the, the police. Call the police. They come to her and then we leave. We go and do. My question to you is, like, if you saw that girl just chilling there and this guy was saying, like, hey, man, I'm her friend, what would you have done? Same thing. I would have stepped in because you, you don't want one of those stories where, and I, to be honest, I don't want that guilt to know that if I just intervened, you know, this girl, whatever thing happened to her wouldn't have happened. Um, so yeah, for sure you have to intervene. I remember there was one time, Ron, I'm gonna go I'm gonna tell a quick story too. Uh Finns, mm -hmm. right near the uh the border of Mississauga and Brampton on Main Street by the police station. Mm -hmm. uh, a Finn while back. bro. Yeah, Finns, yeah. Yo, St. Paddy's Day, man. Call it give it his full name, bro. I thought I forgot the McCools part. I just knew the Finns, but um <laughs> but yeah, so there was a there was a little thing going on, you know. We went outside. This guy was arguing with his girl. Uh, my boy and I, we we stepped in, right, and then police came. 
um, and police put him in a not not police sorry security police came afterwards but security put him in a sleeper hold and I heard that guy snore I thought it was TV I heard I thought it was only TV you could do that but when I saw it in real life I was like okay and then when police came with the police trucks and I seen them opening it I see the weapons back there I'm like officer can I can I leave they're like yeah you better leave and he said it in a nice way not in like an intimidating way right he's like yeah 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 yeah, you want to, yeah, you should leave. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So, yeah, we left. So, you know, when you see a, when you see someone who's defenseless, and I'm not trying to say all females are defenseless, but in a situation when an individual is taking advantage of another individual, you just naturally, my nature is you want to step in, right? I have younger siblings, right, who are a male and a female. I got a brother and a sister, right? And I want to protect both of them, right? Even if, and look, my younger brother, he's taller than me, right? He always think he's stronger than me. I always have to remind him. But at the end of the day, right, you still always want the you still always want the best for them and right, you always do what you can. And you treat everybody, you try your best to treat everyone with that same respect. Exactly, man. So like I gave you that scenario just to say, like, honestly, if you're in a position like that as a TTC worker was, I know you don't really want to deal with it. But, like, I almost feel like you have a duty at that point to deal with it, you know, because they're on your bus. It's the last stop. You're done your thing, your your route or your shift. At least call somebody to come deal with them, man. Like, my God, instead of videotaping them, there's something there's like a sickness going on in this world where they feel like they need to videotape everything. Some things don't need to be videotaped. These girls are drunk out of their mind. Just help them figure out a situation if you don't want to deal with it call someone to come deal with it and leave it at that my goodness i agree but now weirdos man i agree uh i agree with you now i want to kind of flip it because you raise a good point about how this generation everybody today needs to record everything when drama happens right and people just naturally pull out their phone if you were at work and you actually chose to pull out your phone and videotape should you be under the same consequences as this guy then? Because he got terminated for videotaping. But like the thing about it is that I feel like that's almost like an emergency situation. Think about it. Like those, okay, I don't know the age of the girls. I, I think I read that they may have been underage, potentially. So that's also another whole other issue. But like, think about like if we were at a youth program. Like, we used to work in those programs. If we were in a youth program and then a kid does, like, I don't know, get does something crazy. Or maybe a kid comes in and they're drunk and then they're acting all stupid. Like, if you videotape that, you, you should get fired for that. Yes, you should. But what about um, those situations where a kid does a cool dance move or they do something interesting, they do a trick and you want to put it on social media? but you don't have the parents' consent, you should no, still well, technically like, be terminated. It, it, when, when you're like, okay, so I've, I've worked camps too, and like we get them to sign stuff that says that they may be in photos. You know, you don't just pull out your phone and just start doing that. Like, that's, that's inappropriate. Unless if you get their consent, you can't do that. No, you're right. I'm just saying on the fact of, let's say, okay, so let's say, let's, I'm going to use an example. Let's say you're on shift, right? You're doing a community shift, right? Mm-hmm. And a crime happens. Let's say there's a big fight and you pull out your phone and you start videotaping while you're on shift. 
Should you not be That's penalized? mad weird, bro. But that's weird, man. Like honestly, I've been I've been places where there's fights where I've worked. You don't just pull out your phone. That's weird. You're supposed to try to assist, you know, help resolve the situation. It's an incident. I feel like a lot of people don't like to deal with incidents because they don't want to fill out the incident reports. <laughs> it's like ridiculous, Those man. Are dangerous, man. They're dangerous because if you don't say the right thing, man, you never know who's coming back with a lawsuit, man. Yep. And then you also had to, uh, did you have the one where you had to draw, like, the room and you got to show where it was? Oh, my God. It's so stupid, man. Like, one time, like, somebody, like, I got, I think we were doing, like, a boot camp class and they got really dizzy and they just face planted. That incident (laughs) report was just, like, no, it was bad. Like, I saw her. At the last second, like as she was like, you see her wobbly and I ran over to try to catch her, but she just literally just face planted. It was bad. And I had to write this incident report. Another time in the city, some guy hit me and I was so mad I nearly hit him back. But (laughs) (laughs) Some guy had to grab me. I actually was going to hit him back, to be honest with you. So that was like uh, that day I would have gotten fired, but I had to write incident on that. God, I hate incident reports. Yeah, nah. you're, you're, you're. Hey, my the incident reports that I had to fill out, um, it was more injury related. Like, oh man, I remember there was this one girl. Uh, she was getting her leg repaired, so she actually had like these metal poles embedded into her leg, and then she had like a brace mm-hmm. around her leg, so you can actually like you see the this metal contraption around her leg. So you have to be mm-hmm. very dangerous. And there was one time uh, some people were being unsafe and then she fell due to them playing. And then like you actually saw like, I'm going to be a little graphic. I apologize. I am warning. You actually saw like blood coming out of her. Ooh, Ron, blood. Ron, I, I will say this was the first time like, I actually shed a tear for for a child at camp because she was so hurt. I was there with her the whole time because I was a senior staff. That, at that part time. makes me feel bad. The fact that she was that hurt—that's not a good look. Because she was, she was like, this was a. She had a. I believe it was. I want to get the because this was so long ago, but something good was happening. Like she was close to taking off the brace. I think she was like less than a year. And because of that, it messed up the timeline. So additional time was added. That's BS, man. That would suck, man. It would. If I was a parent, I'd be livid. Oh, the staff were crying. Oh, man, they felt so bad. Um, they felt Wiki, very Like, bad. honestly, that's the thing, man. Like, um, when kids are, you know, being kids... Things like that happen all the time. It's unfortunate, but it, it, it honestly does happen quite often. I, I have a question for you. I'm going to a little off topic, but I had this conversation uh, with, I forgot who I had it with, one of my friends. Um, but we were, it was a topic of karma. So I said that I don't believe in karma. Um, my friend said, why don't you believe in karma? So I said, it's the whole you know, you if you do good, good things will happen to you. If you do bad, bad things will happen to you. So I said, what about those kids who are sick, who are not well, who are going through 
you know, bad times. They did nothing wrong, but all this negative uh, energy is hitting them. So, like, my question to you is, do you, like, what do you think of karma? I believe in karma. You do? I do. It's not necessarily that um, specific. Sometimes it's just small things. You know, like uh, like some a kid that's going through like some terminal illness or sickness, like that is that that's 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 just cruel. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I'm pretty sure throughout like their life, like there are some things that are positive that usually try to balance it out. Because what I find is that like when kids are in those situations, those are some of the most pleasant kids to be around. You know, so. Like, you know, they get, they get, they get something. I, I feel like it balances out. Like my whole view on the world is like, there's a certain amount of energy in the world naturally, you know? So everything gets a reaction. There's like, everything balances out in the end. Um, it's only like when artificial things are in our atmosphere that it kind of skews it where it may not balance. So maybe who knows, maybe that's like, you know, a situation where, something artificial is like skewing the karma so like there's no real balance where this person is getting really like really bad luck and it doesn't ever seem like anything is good i just think that if that's happening there's something artificial that's playing a role in it not just something that's natural because i feel like this world just has like naturally it's balanced man i have seen too many successful evil people and too many great poor people to say that. But that's what I mean about artificial stuff, you know? I feel like it's artificial. Well, then I guess this artificial factor is playing into their hands because it's not helping us. We're good people. Yeah. With our kindness, Ron. Not, but, we're, but we're not all that good, man. Ron, the way how we're good people, we should be saying that line that Kanye West said. About giving, I could give a dollar to every person on earth. The way how I'm that so nice. But that just says that money is, you know, like money doesn't really equal good always, you know? It's true. It's true. But hey, money makes your life a hell of a lot more uh, we comfortable. We know, like I already <laughs> said, the Kanye line, man. I'd rather be sad in the Rolls Royce than happy on the bus. That, that's, that is true. <laughs> Yeah, you reacted the exact same way when I said it the last time. <laughs> it's like, yo. yo, man, this is the second time. The third time I use it, you're going to react the same way. Yo. I'm going to call it out now. <laughs> yo, no, no, no. Kanye West has some bars. And you know what? I guess this is a good segue. I guess this is a good segue because oh, Kanye versus West is Skeet, not looking yo. happy, man. He, him and Pete, yo, Ron, this is some serious beef. It's not serious, man. No, no, Ron. It, this is the reason why I'm going to actually say, okay, you got two guys that a lot of people have the perception of them as a joke, right? Um, but no, no. I, I, I strongly feel like feelings, their, their anger towards each other is 100% authentic. Ron, <laughs> man, like, Ron, I'm okay. Kanye, like, I. I'm putting myself in Kanye West's shoes, right? You had a you had a wonderful wife. Remember this guy? He loved her. He loves Kanye. He loves Kim. Sorry, they had a divorce. 
He loves Kanye too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a song like that. He has a song. <laughs> yeah, yo, Kanye is sick, man. He's sick. But yeah, he loves Kim. I mean, Kim doesn't work out. If you you're you never want to see your ex dating somebody. It's point out period. You never want to see your Why ex dating. Why wasn't he somebody. crying when Amber Rose moved on? Because you don't know what he's doing behind closed doors with Amber Rose. No, but when she moved when they were done and he moved on to, you know, Kim K. And she went to, I think it was Wiz Khalifa. I think he, he felt crying. like he upgraded. Okay. Right. That's the only time you feel okay when you feel like you upgraded. Hey, you know what? People say Kim looks better than Amber to each his own. But I, can, I know for a fact Kim got more money than Amber. So I guess he won. Yeah, I've seen Amber Rose in person. She was, at least in her heyday, like she wasn't bad. But I've never seen Kim Kardashian in person, so I don't truly know true but the man said i'm in bed with your wife it's his ex-wife man so ron that don't matter man ron he he's beat that's disrespect that's that's some fighting words you know that he didn't show her in bed man he didn't show a picture of her and if he maybe the picture you sent me was not the it was a cropped version of it because i didn't see her in bed so he's just talking shit man he he probably is but still just by saying that like one thing that it kind of confused me, because when you read the comments, when social media was buzzing about this and you see in the comments and everyone saying, hey, you know, Pete, he's he's being mature. He's being an adult. In my mind, I'm like, did y'all just forget that line about I'm in bed with your wife? So I hope they can solve this out because um, there's kids in play. There's kids involved and we want the best for the kids, you know. I could just imagine how confused these kids could be. First of all, one, uh, the divorce. Two, new pair, new adults are in the life that they're trying to play the role of your biological parent. And then you have a uh, new parent fighting with biological parent. It could be super confusing. Um, but I hope they can like sit down and everyone get on the same page. Cause that's yeah, these guys are all weirdos, man. <laughs> it's all weirdos, man. I don't get this stuff, man. Like I was, you know me, man. Whenever I see this type of stuff, I try to stay away from it. But like, when you see so many articles about it, you can't really stay away from it. It's always you're gonna get, you know, enough of the story to make a formulate an opinion. I just think that this has just gone on way too long. Like honestly. These guys just need to go in the back room for a bit and, you know, fight it out, duke it out, and then they're good. Just move on, man. Like, Kanye can literally, at this point, get maybe any woman he wants, especially because all these guys all go for the same girls. They're all in their same circle, so I'm pretty sure you can find a girl equal to, if not better than Kim K, and just move on from there. My God. It's going to be hard to top Kim. Pro man, <sighs> to each their own. He should go. You know, he should pick a WNBA player. Nah, he shouldn't. Isn't he short, man? So, then now he could talk about how he climbs up on that mountain. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you are something else, man. I can't even lie, man. Uh so Ron, did you hear about uh, Timbits? And Tim Hortons? 
I never knew Tim Hortons because I had a friend in the UK, so I know that Tim Hortons is there. Obviously, I know that Tim Hortons is in um, the US. I didn't know Tim Hortons was expanding all the way to Asia, and they have like what? They're trying to open their 400 store in China. They're opening up their first in India, and they're trying to open up 300, I think they said, by the end of the year. Like, what? I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of hurt, to be honest, about this. When like so it's uh restaurant brands international they own Burger King Firehouse Subs Popeyes they literally just took this and they just ran with it man like there's some like I don't know something inside me does not feel good knowing that this like company that was built in Canada is now running all over the world. It's being owned by, like, I don't know who owns it. I'm assuming it's an American company or maybe a multinational one now. It's all over the world. It's Is it really as, you know, like, good anymore, like Tim Hortons, truly? No, it's not. It's not that Canadian. It was that one Canadian franchise. Like, there was Tim's, Canadian Tire. Right, like you felt Canadian going to those things. Now I don't know. I just feel like a, I feel like a foreigner. Yeah, I feel like it's cheapened. Like exactly. I don't know. Like I was listening. So like Manzer Mossing, I was listening to them once or recently, and I remember they they had a conversation on Tim Hortons about how like things have changed, and like I actually started really taking it in after I heard that on their pod, and I was like, whoa, like what the hell like it actually is like so much different than what it used to be previously before it got purchased by that company and it's not i'm not really feeling it nearly as much not at all can't lie before they had they had so many selections now it's like sometimes i'm there i'm looking and i'm like Ugh, i just had that the other day Ugh, i don't like this um like buying Timbits and you get the assorted. You probably get the assorted comes with maybe three or four different Timbits and that's it. Now and and when they did the whole Timbeebs, they try to they try to fool us by making Justin Justin Bieber a Canadian. So now what about in those <laughs> other regions? Is it the same thing? They have the Indian guy, they have the UK guy, they have the Chinese guy, like they have all these people, right? Hmm. bro like that they probably did something but tim like justin bieber is like he's a he's a celebrity so he's known pretty much everywhere so they probably used him too for everything but because he's canadian you know they're trying to you know pull one over us you know like oh yeah he's canadian obviously he would be the face of the tim biebs or whatever i don't know man it's just the quality the quality ain't there no more it's not there it's sad man sad it's true i guess i'm i'm i guess i'm switching over to um starbucks remember country this is mad expensive bro yo you know you know funny thing like i believe i met somebody that owned like i think no sorry i was thinking of coffee time sorry i remember country style though mm. country style was all right like i preferred their ice caps to tim hortons when they first came out and then then Tim Hortons got really good, so then I stopped drinking the country style ones. But yeah, country. I like the coffee tape flavor. Yeah, country style gave out better donuts. Like their donuts, 
just seemed more like you could squeeze their donuts. Right. And then it would like you could squeeze their donuts. Mike, <laughs> what does that even mean? No, no. Like you can hold the donut, uh, the pastry part, not right. Squeeze it and it'll just, you know, and then when you. Oh, so it's release, actually like it's yeah. actually like cooked properly. Yeah. It some of those other donuts like... you squeeze and they crumble <laughs> into Yo, dust. man. This is a little fact. Um, I realized um, when I worked at Wonderland, like my last years there, they um, had Tim Hortons in the place. I think it was the first year of Tim Hortons when I left that year. So they freeze their donuts. So like they're pre-made, they freeze them, and then they just put them in the, like I guess, oven, microwave, I don't know, and that's how they warm them up. So that's what I saw. Like they had everything. I I remember packing everything. It was all frozen, put it in the freezer. And then when they need the donuts, you just take the box. Then, you know, with the chocolate dip stuff, like obviously that stuff is dry. But like everything, so they actually dip that. They just warm up the chocolate, they dip it in. So that was it. But it was all frozen, man. Now, what about, okay, I have a few questions to ask now. Uh, so what about uh, those pastries that have, like, that glaze over? Like, no, so, yeah, so, like, the chocolate, that's what I was saying earlier. The chocolate will be, like, dry. So, like, they'll put it in, like, the shelves. You know, like, how the, the sundae, the hot fudge sundae in McDonald's is, like, in a bag? Yeah, they just put it there, they warm it up, and then they just dip it in. What about sour cream glaze? So like that was actually like I'm pretty sure if my memory serves me right that was actually like pre-made, so they just warmed it up. Even that special coating around it, really? Wow! It was all in the freezer, man. They had the whole box like you just put it in the freezer, and then when they ask for it, you send it to them. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm assuming that goes for Timbits too, right? Everything. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm shocked. I'm shocked we don't hear on the news like these trucks, people breaking in these Tim Hortons trucks. There's some wonderful delights I'm hearing on these trucks. When I worked at McDonald's, I knew people that would steal stuff. Jeez. Like when we were doing the the stocking of the freezer, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I worked there, and these guys would just like the people like because they trust them, right? Like, they're, whenever the delivery comes in, they mark off, like, we got this, we got this, we got this. I know one guy who had his car parked right beside it, and he would just, like, throw, like, a box of, like, nuggets or, like, a McChicken bag or something <laughs> in his in the back of his car. And they never caught him because he was the one that was doing all the auditing, right? Like, whenever everything came in. So he just marked, yeah, we got this, we got this, we got this, and then... This guy told me he was selling it at school. Wow. He was selling it at school? What a businessman. Yeah. Yeah, you know, man. You meet a lot of businessmen and women when you work these part-time jobs, man. It's just like the goods that they're selling don't come from them. Mm. They come from a bigger corporation. They're like a Robin Hood or something. I guess so. Hey, remember, Jay-Z said it, right? I'm not a businessman. I'm a business. Man. Man. Jeez. Come on, you gotta say that proper, Mike. Come on. No, it's t- 
time wise, you know, we're, it's the episode. I, I had to, you know. Come on, man. Okay. I did it. Why couldn't you? My fault. Because I wanted you to do it. That's why. Because I know oh, you yeah, got that, 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 That's it. That's it. That's it. For sure. Oh, okay, quick question. Sure. Now that you. Okay. When it, when it comes to McDonald's and other fast food change, ch- uh, chains, why is it that the employees are so stingy when it comes to giving out sauce? Why you ask that? <laughs> I don't think they're all that stingy, man. You know how it is. When you work at some places, some people are truly stingy. Other people aren't. But, like, I remember when I would work cash, man, someone would ask me for things. i just take a handful. And some people, it just never seemed like what you gave them was enough. And then they'll sit at the table, eat their food, and then when you see them leave their tray, they have, like, fucking... Four or five sour cream, or not sour cream, the sweet and sour sauces on their train. They just dump it away. It's like, why do you ask for so much if you know you're not gonna use it? You know, like it's, I don't know, man. I I don't I don't think everyone's that stingy. I would just give it, but man, some people are just greedy, man. I agree. Like, don't get me wrong, McDonald's. Out of all the fast food franchise that I've been to, McDonald's is number one. I'll say my least favorite is Popeyes. <laughs> Yo, those guys, they make sure you pay. <laughs> they make sure you pay just for one. And I know they don't count it. I know there's you can't uh you can't count sauces. You know, you can't really But like But Mike, you know, we know the tricks. The people that work there know the tricks. People, it's like, yo, they don't say that they want mayo packets they don't say that they want sweet and sour packets they say they want this then when they get to the door or the window the drive through window they're like after they pay can i can i get a couple of uh sweet and sour packets you know like come on yeah so you're trying to be slick with it man so then if somebody is like okay you're trying to be slick okay here you gotta pay 10 cents then they're like oh my god man like yo you're gonna charge me you're really gonna charge me for this and it's just like, yes, because we are supposed to charge you for it. Why are you getting so worked up? Because, Ron, come on, man. Sauce. Yo, you, you know that some people follow the rules. And you know that there's some people that don't follow the rules. If that day you were trying to finesse the wrong one and you got caught, just, you know, either drive off or pony up to it. These guys, what they choose to do is like, oh, man. You're a loser. You work at McDonald's. Oh, I'm in university or I do this. Like people always say stuff like that. And you're just like, man, like I'm in high school. Like relax. It's true. No, no, but I'll, but I'm always nice with it. Even when they hit me with the no, because sometimes Ron, I'll I'll just buy fries, right? Like I just want a little snack. So I'll just buy fries and I don't want ketchup with my fries, right? Sometimes you want that sweet and sour. Sometimes you want that black so and just ranch. Just ask for it, man. But Ron, it, it, they say no, or I gotta pay, and then like I gotta use my card again. Like Ron, couple of things I will never buy. I I hate. Okay, I can't say never, but I hate buying water, and I hate buying sauce. Like I feel like it's stupid of me to do that. So then. Walk around with a sweet and sour bottle in your car. All right, all right, all right. This guy thinks I'm those bro, Americans you, that wait, walk wait, around with a hot sauce. Say, bro, you said you don't want to pay for it. 
So then just buy one and walk around within your car or, or better yet, you know, like go work at a McDonald's, you know, be the shipping receiving person, throw one in your car and then go on with your life there. All right, you guys. So uh, make sure when you're downtown, uh, <laughs> you watch out because there is a big hole. Um, it just kind of opened up. Um, it's really close to the soon to be open Ace Hotel. Um, Ace Hotel. That sounds kind of nice, eh? It's probably. You think you're gonna be going there? Um, you know, if I win fantasy, I'll go there. <laughs> I'll save the money until it's open. Oh my god! Like I'm looking at the matchup I have actually because you said fantasy, and like I'm playing a guy that has Sadiq Bay, and this man just dropped thirty points. Like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, guess guess who else has Sadiq Bay? Let me guess. This guy right here. This guy right here. Um, but yeah, you guys, this manhole is pretty. Lo- it's huge, Ron. Like they they made a joke out of it. And they said that um. It looks like it's a hole to hell. I ain't going to lie, man. That looks very scary, these pictures. Um, now, there are some suspicions that they're saying that the reason of this manhole is caused because of the nearby construction. I don't know, right? But I can't knock it. It probably is the cause uh, for this hole. Like, honestly, these potholes and stuff like the construction whether it's the snow and ice like all this stuff it's crazy man like especially being in toronto man some of these potholes are insane like they're huge like there's even one in the driveway leading up to our apartment yo this one is crazy deep if you're not careful man you're gonna mess up your tires it's crazy i think that we need to hold the city more accountable for these things I remember all those times taking the transit to school or just anywhere and the the sidewalks are not shoveled. The bus shelters are not uh clean and salted, right? Mm-hmm. And I could slip, fall, hurt myself probably, but they are they're not doing their job. But I do my job. I I shovel, I salt, right? <laughs> So why are they not doing their job? They have the tools to do so, right? But a pothole that deep? Ron, just fill it. Like... I, I'm, I'm, I, just fill it. Like, honestly, like, I'm not trying to say you have to pave the whole road. Just fill it. You get that truck and you make it just fill, 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 and you shut down that road for one day. I guess it makes sense. But, like, man, the way that some of these potholes are, like, I remember hearing someone tell me about driving in a pothole where it was like so big like like it was a one lane road there was no way to avoid it you know i mean one lane each direction and like they're just driving and there was a car behind them if they stop they're gonna get smashed in the back so they tried to avoid it they drove in it like blew out their tires just like you it's crazy man and then like where's the city when you are like when you, your insurance company is telling you you're at fault for this where's the city you got to go and find them yourself, man. They can't just own up to it. It's just, it's crazy, man. Oh, I'm going to City Hall tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, Ron. What Ron, do you Ron. think that's going to do, man? Ron, this bill I have for my tires, they're paying it. I'm going to City Hall. All right, man. 
Tell me how that goes, man. I'm very curious to see. I'm going with the same energy I had with that game last week, okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if that's what you want to be doing. No, no, no. Oh, you mean the energy before or the energy during or after? I don't know anymore. If you go with the energy before, this guy was like, yo, I'm going to deal with this. Yo, but then if you go in with the energy after, you're going to walk in and walk out. You're going to be talking to yourself, man, punching the air, saying, man, I should have tried, man. Should have tried harder. That's what you're going to be doing. Then I guess I'm going with the energy that I started out at the start. Good. I'm getting that done. I'm bringing my bill. I'm just going to I'm going to slap it on the table and be like, you can e-transfer me this money. And the lady's going to be like, excuse me? Be like, you guys owe me money. And then we'll go from there. You know, I, I really, somebody needs to videotape this. Go <laughs> with somebody so they can videotape it. Tell me, I need to see how this reaction is. Uh, you'll just see it on Six Buzz. Don't worry. No, we would definitely see it on Six, six Buzz. Maybe even World Star will be that big. You mean CNN? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going global, international. Is there anything else you want to talk about today? Um, just the fact that I just had it here. Um, oh, so uh, you guys, so coming up soon, if you do have a young one or a child on the way, congratulations. Um, the the um, there's a plan coming in place to reduce the cost of childcare. Um, now there are some things to be ironed out. So uh, keep an eye on that. But there's talks about reducing it by 50% to the point where it could be like $10 a day. Um, that's crazy. $20 a day? Damn. Per child? Kids aren't cheap, man. Damn. And then Kids you gotta, are not cheap. Man. And it's not like you can keep them there. You got to bring them back home. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then you got to pay an additional God knows how much to take care of them at home, right? Yeah. That's you, what it is, man. It's you, a racket, yeah. You still got to feed them and clothe them and burp them and clean. Oh, my goodness. It's Based not like on some of my friends, um, t- their experiences with uh, daycares, they tell me that some, like, they're paying for food, too, sometimes. Really? Yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's a whole thing, man. There's like rules that you need to follow. Your kids have to be able to do certain things. It's just, you know, if your kid is not like well-behaved or like well-trained, you're going to have a real hard time with these people. It's true. You know what? I remember one of the daycares I volunteered um, at, yeah, they had different pay, uh, payment plans. So like you could just get the base one and they bring their own lunch. Um, but they couldn't eat with the kids because of allergy concerns mm-hmm. um, i've heard that yeah and i'm gonna you work in a daycare there could be like i was in a daycare and i think there was maybe there was four classrooms and each classroom had um i want to say just under 20 kids so this is less than 100 mm-hmm. kids but the amount of medical concerns and allergies and i had to stay on top of that a hey, shout out to all those caregivers and people that have to just work with other humans, hey, the things that you have to remember because you're playing with your, you have someone's life 
not in your hand, but you're caring for someone's life. Some big, serious stuff, man. Yeah, man. It's it's really difficult. And with all the different types of kids, different backgrounds, you know, different allergies, different even behaviors, getting them to adhere to whatever rules must be hard. But like, my God, man, $20 a day. Mm-hmm. And maybe even more, depending on if you go to like, maybe even like a higher, you know, price one. That's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money to be dishing out. By them giving out this information, I'm going to assume it's the average. I don't know, man. I, I guess maybe because I've, yeah, like the majority I've heard, I've heard is around like seven, eight hundred. That's what I normally hear. Yeah. Like this. I've heard really cheap ones, though. Some. Yeah. This one, I'm going to be completely honest. From the ones I have heard about in the past, this seems like a reduced cost. Like $20 yeah. a day, that's pretty good. But that's crazy, man. Look I guess everything, man. Everything's going up, up, up. They're bringing some things down, but like the one thing they never bring up is our pay. Never. Some parents might have to make those decisions. Like, is it my kid or is it my car? <laughs> Bro, man, just pay us more and then let us figure out the cost of these things. Instead, they pay us less. And then they decrease the cost, but it's still something you can't afford. At least not easily, you know? So, I don't know. This is the world that we live in today. 2022, man. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was in, like, you know, I wish, like, I'd already lived my life. Sometimes I wish I was, like, in my parents' position now. Why? At this age. No, like, I mean, like, at this age in this generation at their age in this generation because it's like it seems like back then you could actually get things it may not be easy but you could actually get things now sometimes i question if you're even able to get anything and if you do get it are you ever going to be able to you know enjoy it truly no i agree with that just on the fact that so many like back in the day Hey, you could leave your door unlocked, right? You can have the kids, right? You never had to worry about crime as much. Now, there's too many sick people in this world, like mentally sick. And just, you know, like, like for instance, look, the whole bar situation you were just talking about, right? Like those people, mm-hmm. you got people like that just roaming freely around, right? it's 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 a scary place very very scary place that we're in um but the only reason the only reason why i wouldn't want to be back then is because technology is so different now like no more flip phones we got touch screens slowly but surely maybe when we're at our parents age uh, holograph uh, holograms are going to be the thing so i want to be able to see all those things Right. I saw them in movies, man. I'm good. I know, but like Ron, you see those old movies compared to the movies now? Oh my goodness. But the artistry of them was so much better. You know what? I guess you are correct. You know, I they I actually agree with had you. to go to landscapes. They had to go places. Now they have the green screen. They don't really need to go anywhere. Fair, fair, fair. You know what's gonna when we are old? Um, and everyone asked when our the younger generation asked, hey, what was 
your movie, what was the biggest movie in your generation? We're probably all going to say the Marvel movies. No. Really? Yeah. Well, so what? Okay, if this was a family feud question and they said we asked 100 people, what is the most popular movie from your generation? Marvel's probably, Marvel, not probably, Marvel will be number one. I think Lord of the Rings may be. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter too. Mm. Mm. The the only reason I would I would put those movies in a separate category because they're like they're sagas. Yes, you can somewhat say that with Mar. You can't say that with Marvel because it's all different universes and different comic books. So yeah, you can't say it's a saga. But like it's it's a saga usually. The only the standalone people like the Spider Mans have like different universes because there's so many different spider-mans but the avengers they're all in the same universe they are and now because of the multiverse they're all technically in the same universe anyways right yeah but again they all have their own standalone movie like yeah sometimes they have those crossovers but still a saga mike all right fine so you still put okay okay would would Marvel at least be top five? I would assume so. Okay, because technically Star Wars can still would still be part of our generation, no? Mm. And Star Wars because the older three, obviously, but then the other ones all came out when we were alive. Yes, so it's technically part of our generation. But they all originated from the from the old school ones, so that's why I would not yeah. say. I would say no to that. This guy's just making up rules. You got to. Who else? Who else? If you don't make up the rules, who who will? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, just uh, Ron, you're doing an amazing job at fantasy. Uh, keep up the good work. We'll see what happens, man. If I win, thankfully, I'm not playing you. So I and the way that the week has been going, I look like I have an opportunity. So we'll see what happens. If by three fifty nine or two fifty nine, like you said, I'm winning. I know that I'm gonna be moving on. So let's hope. Let's hope that happens. Mm-hmm. Do you want that gauntlet championship? That gauntlet. Yeah, man. I like. I gotta go through the gauntlet, man. It's gonna be Rashan. Then I'm assuming it's gonna be Chris if I get by Rashan. And if I get by Chris, then I'm assuming it's going to be you or Pat, but most likely you. So we'll see what happens, man. Like, it, it's starting to become a, like a recurring theme. The semifinals of Mike, Pat, Ron, and Chris. I hope that these guys can stop one of us from getting there again, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Maybe only my matchup. We, we too dominant. We too dominant out here, Ron. We too dominant. Yeah, man. We're the big we'll four. See, man. <laughs> this guy says we're the big four. Well, um, guys, thank you for listening to episode 49 of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. I don't even remember what I said at the start, man. No, Jeez, yeah, man. You I said hope 49. I said 49. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you guys can listen to us on all the platforms that you guys get plat- podcasts on. You guys can follow us at KNN Podcast on IG and KNN Pod on Twitter. Thank you for listening to us again. One love.
One love. Oh. I keep giving it to you, man. Remember that. What ha- what happened? Teamwork makes a dream work. It's still you, man. It's still you. All right. You're, you're Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm Jermaine. Nah, nah, nah. You, nah. We, we the Jackson Five. <laughs> <laughs>